0: Well as I look at the news stories I'm finding today I think it's time for another episode of Stupid is Stupid does sir. Well the best way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to yeah! Anyway I'm down the road, my with Yeah the song fits This is truth to ponder with Bob Beerman. So, for the past several days, I've been getting ready to do this Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And as I always do, I go to a number of news sources that I have, that I have found to be reliable and trustworthy, and I try to get some stories and information, do some more research try to tie it all together for you, hopefully, so so it makes some kind of sense. And the more that I read, the more emails I get from listeners sharing some story ideas, the more I just watch the news on virtually any news network, even conservative ones and even the, the nutso ones, I've come to conclude something. But I think I know many of my listeners have concluded along with me a long time ago. The world has gone crazy. The world as we know it today is absolutely, totally gone man. It's almost like they have people around the world in many countries and even leaders around the world that are terrible leaders, awful leaders, Reprobate leaders, for lack of a better word Because that's what they are They are, as the world says today Oh, they're woke and they're with it And they embrace Every weird thing that comes down the pike Without ever asking any questions It's a kind of insanity That I've never seen at any time in my life I try to think back to high school With the things that come out of presidents' mouths, prime ministers' mouths, and other leaders around the world, senators, congressmen, members of parliaments, whatever. It doesn't make any difference. I hear some of the most absurd, silly, and nonsensical things dropping off their tongues. How did we ever get to this point? If many of the world leaders said, Back 50 years ago, the things they say today, people would look at them and say, these people are nuts. And it wouldn't matter in the United States if you're a Democrat or Republican. You think these people are certifiably insane and need to be put into a mental institution. But no, now we are told to embrace the silliness, embrace the nonsense, embrace the lie. And I've got story after story in front of me here to show just how crazy the world has gone. Fifty years ago, corporations just tried to be, well, normal. That's the only way I can put it. They wanted to be relatively normal because they're in business to sell a product, not an ideology. But now even major companies have adopted one ideology. And this ideology is going to be destructive to them over the years to come, whether they see it or not. Once again, it goes back to the condition we are today. And I don't know where to pick up. Do I start at the scriptures? Do I start at the news or both? And just kind of share from the heart today the things that I'm seeing. It was a a bit of good news this past week. That even the NCAA, the National Collegiate Athletic Association, finally has kind of weighed in on this weird situation occurring in the state of Pennsylvania, Penn State. Where they have this guy that claims he's a girl that is swimming on the girls' swimming team, even though the girls on the swimming team, for the most part, are very unhappy about this for several reasons. Number one. This transgender guy becoming a girl um, is still autotonically a guy. In other words, nothing's been changed. I'm sorry, I look at his picture and I'm going to say his picture. I'm sick and tired of people and their stupid, my preferred pronouns. You are a boy or a girl when you're a child. You're a man or a woman as an adult. There's an X and Y chromosome in men and two X's in a woman. You're not gonna ever change that. No matter how much chemistry you dump into your body, no how many times the scalpel rips your body apart, no matter how many suppressing hormones you take, you will never change your DNA. You are still a man. And why we are now forcing people, yelling at people, getting angry at people in school districts and and various states that you must use the preferred pronouns shows the bankruptcy in the mind of the leaders of our world today. I'm sorry. This character, and I'm going to say it for what it is this con artist, that's what he is. He's a con artist. He's not a girl. He swam on the boys' team for three years and had a mediocre record. So he decides over the summer, I'm a girl. I'm going to swim on the girls' team. And he's shattering all the girls' records and, and getting all the trophies. This is a mental illness. This is not normal. Yet we are mainstreaming mental illness and we are demanding that if a five-year-old says, you know, I think I want to be a boy, little girl saying that, we must bow down to that. We must accept that. We must embrace it. We need to get counselors and doctors and people that can prescribe hormones to help this little girl make this transition. Or maybe a boy decides he wants to be a girl, so we need to have puberty-suppressing hormones. This is not normal. This is vile. This is evil. This is satanic. This is demon-possessed at its best, right before your very eyes. And our government today in, in Washington embraces this garbage. Why do they do it? Because they have abandoned the truth. And the Bible says that those that have abandoned the truth and have turned the truth into a lie, and now they believe the real lie, not the truth, they're given over to a reprobate mind. They're given over to delusion. I never thought, look, I can remember back in the 1970s, I'm in college. And I knew that there were issues in our government by the time I first started voting in 1972. I had already figured it out. But nothing like the level we are demanded to believe and accept today. This is just absolutely, I can't find words to describe how I feel and the things that I see. We have the federal government. We have many state governments and many school districts that are pushing this transgender issue. Also, and I shared the story over the weekend, and I'm sure you you may remember it if if you listened over the weekend to the Friday and weekend program. Story that came out, and I was rather surprised when I read it and actually rather shocked. Oh, by the way, it's my goal to kind of share a number of stories today on a number of topics, everything. I I just want to give you a little overview of the world gone crazy and most important, what we're going to have to do. I'm serious. It's time. Look, I can sit here and point all this stuff out to you and I can get your blood pressure rising like mine does. My wife says, "This is not good for my blood pressure to read the news. And I'm telling you I, I I do it anyway because I know it's what God has called me to do. So you got this this student at a school, and this happens to be the in in um in Michigan. Sorry, I know I have a lot of listeners in Michigan, and I know that there's so much of that state that is normal with people that I really like, and I have friends in that state. And so there's a Christian student that was accused by school officials of basically ignoring or laughing off some off-color jokes told by others, not him. And also, most important, sharing his Christian beliefs in a totally private conversation In other words, not during classroom time or anything with a fellow Christian believer. Oh, this got the school district just angry and mad. How dare you talk about Jesus? You can't do that. Not in our school, but even worse, but even worse. And once again, you know, he had stated his Christian belief in a private text conversation He didn't even, and you know, they're just afraid somebody might be offended if they hear anything about a Christian. Yeah, but we're supposed to acknowledge some guy turning into a girl, and that's normal. And if we don't do that, they look down upon you as being evil and and having a bad heart, just being cruel and hateful. So here we are. Not only that you know they're mad because see he didn't police and report what he heard in somebody else's inappropriate joke like i got to run down the hall you know citizens arrest remember that from uh you know you remember that from andy griffith this is So he's supposed to be kind of policing for the school anything that he finds inappropriate. I guess everybody's supposed to be tattletaling on everybody in that school. Well, it gets even worse. I mean, by the way, this was because other students were booing during a homecoming event. And even though he was participating both in the football team and halftime ban, he wasn't even present when all that occurred. But, see, he's supposed to somehow say something about it, run out there and tell. But it gets even worse. You have to understand. See, number one, he shared his Christian faith in a text, you know, on his phone to another Christian. Okay? Now, the complaint has a couple of other things. For example, it states that... Uh, the school couldn't provide any specifics about what this student had done wrong, except to say he was accused of laughing at some inappropriate jokes that other kids had told during a summer band camp months ago. And also that he had participated. I mean, this is the school now. Listen to this carefully. And if your blood is not boiling at the end of this, it needs to. That he had participated in an off-campus, private group chat text session. Off-campus, not on the school grounds. Private group chat, during which he texted that God would not accept homosexual conduct because it's a sin, and that he had private conversations regarding religious beliefs with friends in the band that while not directed toward any particular person, was overheard by another student, so they claim. Now, it gets even worse. They are also saying, now are you ready? This is a school. This is a school in Michigan, the state of Michigan. You know, the state run by uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer.
1: I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Ah!
0: Yeah, the queen of the COVID lockdowns and COVID fear in the Midwest. Yeah, Michigan. Like I say, it's a state that I actually have a lot of friends, but you've got some areas that are dominating that state and destroying it. But then again, the educational institutions can destroy it even in the most conservative of towns. So the school board is saying, He's not even allowed to post these kind of things on his private, personal social media like Facebook or Instagram or or what have you. Now, since when can a school suspend you for what you do when you are not in school with your own private stuff? Uh, The school's being sued as well they should be. They should be sued out of existence, or better yet, sue the school in such a way that everybody involved with taking away this person's rights and suspending him from school because he's not woke. He's not, he's not carrying the our leftist line. He's not believing. I bet if he said something about transgender, they would make it a 30-day suspension. Something has got to give. And and this is just going crazy. The complaint explains, once again, they can provide no specifics about what he did wrong. They can't. Now, the student and his parents and their lawyers are, are claiming that the school has willfully violated the First Amendment, violating his rights also under the Michigan Constitution, try to impose a punishment on vague and unenforceable policies. I'm telling you, the schools don't care. The schools have gone insane. Schools have gone crazy. The public school system is not the public schools you went to 25 years ago or 50 years ago or 75 years ago. They are not the same any longer. Something's got to give. These thought police, these thought Nazis, that's what they are in the schools today. See, if it has to do with anything of your Christian speech or sharing your faith, it's becoming more and more dangerous to do, even online. I'll be talking about that in just a moment. So this is the Plainwell School District, in Michigan, and they violated his rights, according to the lawsuit. The student's father explained, we've always taught our son to be respectful of everybody's opinion and be polite, as we are here. And as he pointed out, tolerance is a two-way street, but see to the schools, it's one way, it's our way, or we crush you. You know, the school was even saying, you know, you need to clean up your social media because it'll it'll come back later in life to bother you. We're we're gonna make sure. Well, number one, they want this suspension expunged from the record. Personally, I think they need to go for monetary damages. I mean, against the individuals that violated his civil rights and broke the law. This has got to stop. Schools are getting away with 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 heinous crimes against people. Becoming the thought police. You must accept critical race theory. You must accept this, that, or the other all day long. It's it's becoming absolutely crazy. But this is where we've come to in our world today. Our public schools in far too many places in the United States, and of course around the world. It's not just the United States. It's everywhere. It's everywhere leftists have wormed and, and slithered their way into government and controlling the schools. You know, it, it's, it's a known fact. When Stalin and Lenin ran Russia, which became the Soviet Union, first thing they did was grab the kids in the schools to, to make sure that they would become loyal party members. China... Same thing. Adolf Hitler, same exact thing. What's the first thing they worked on? The Hitler Youth Corps. Train those young people. Train them to become political ideologues. I'm telling you, it's where we're going today. And and the once free United States of America is now becoming no different than Hitler's Nazi Germany in the schools, in the halls of Congress, and in many states. And I don't say that lightly. I say it because it is true. One of the only things, and I pointed this out a few days ago, one of the good things that came out of this pandemic for many families was their first opportunity when classes went online to find out what was actually going on in their schools. And many parents that were able to see what was going on were absolutely horrified. They were horrified. They had no idea. They thought people like me and others, you know, making these statements about public schools were just, you know, oh, we're fringe. It can't be that bad. Hey, we're we're in a nice conservative red state. In a medium-sized town, this is not happening here. And yet it is. Don't ever assume that your school, because you're in a red state, quiet little town, never assume that your schools are safe. Never. You know, as I'm looking at this this area called Plainwell, Michigan, it's about, you know, 20 miles, maybe a little less north of Kalamazoo. And as I'm looking at this town on the map, as I'm looking at information I can find about this this community, I'll tell you, it's not a big town. Plainwell, Michigan is small town America with Church Street, Bridge Street, little homes, small shopping centers and now a very woke and dangerous school system that we've allowed like a cancer to grow in our midst. I'm sure there's still some safe schools around, but they're increasingly becoming more difficult to find, even in places you thought were safe. See, once again, the entire leftist movement that has infiltrated The college and university system starting in the 1970s, the hippies of the 1960s are the presidents of the colleges today, and they never had to drop their ideology because they're tenured. They can think like stupid people, do stupid things, and they can have unreasonable requests, but you can't fire them. And so it's become an ideology indoctrination center at the college. And what are they teaching? The next generation of people that teach in our public schools. That's why I say the Bible is explicit when it comes to these kind of evil people that you must deal with. When it comes to those that deny the faith, those that have abandoned the faith, those that are a danger to the faith, you come out from amongst them. And you do not touch the unclean thing. And I think this story from Plainwell, Michigan, nice quiet town. And there they are suspending a student because he's a Christian and he happened to share his belief with somebody. And he happened to post things on social media about his faith And the school wants to shut him down. They want to condemn him. They want to ruin him. They want to break him and force him to adapt their very evil agenda. And that's what it is. I started out the program talking about transgenderism and all these athletes that are guys that want to become women so they can win. It's a mental illness. I don't care what anybody says. It it shows a very bankrupt spiritual condition in the formerly somewhat moderately Christian nation of the United States. You know, it really scares me that the United States, in terms of the Western industrial nations, we're the last hope. And that's really scary. Europe has become apostate. You know, the vast majority— upwards of 80%, 90% totally disengaged from the faith. And see that's why these countries become subject to such weirdness because they have no foundation in truth and they'll easily believe the lie whenever that lie seems palatable. Canada same thing. Australia even worse. I think it's over 90% that pretty well have ditched the faith. Just a tiny minority of people that are still believers, and half of those are in the woke churches that have also abandoned the faith. It explains much about the situation on the ground in Australia. Austria, and I say this and I don't say it lightly, getting back to their 1930s Germany Nazi roots with what what they've been doing, With COVID, like, you know, jackbooted thugs, you're going to comply or else. Well, they're giving up on on having this huge health tax. I think enough people rebelled on that. The whole narrative on COVID I said last year is going to fall apart and God's going to put the light of truth on all of it. And I really believe God is. And we're going to see a lot more in the days and the weeks ahead. It's becoming self-evident to me that most of the media that we consume from, I mean, the major names, the major brands, so to speak, are not trustworthy. And that's one of the reasons we do this radio program. I try to dig through the stories and verify they're true and share them with you. We also need to, and it's going to be really what I push on this week, in this week of programs, how we become more proactive than we've been. It's one thing, it's easy to sit here and talk about what's wrong. But what do we do to make things better? Look, I know we're up against, uh, for lack of a better term, we, we know the end is going to be, we, we understand that Jesus is going to return as in the days of Noah. This earth is not going to get better. But we as Christians need to begin to work together with each other in our own communities. Like the early church did. I don't understand why we don't get that concept anymore. Christians gathered because they were persecuted, even worse than we are today. But we'll get there. Don't, don't worry, we'll be as persecuted in the not-too-distant future. As far as we've gone in the last 10 years, it won't even take another 10 years before the church is considered a hate-filled organization and domestic terrorist in the United States. You mark my words. Not all. If you're in a woke church that is transgender and gay-friendly, and that's your whole claim to fame, you'll be just fine you'll be government-approved. I don't want to be government-approved. I want to be approved by Christ and the Scripture and the tradition of the church that's been there and what God's Word has to say. I am done with intellectual churches, and when I say that, I understand what I mean. Rand, I know a guy, and I'm not going to say his name, state, or church, but I've known this guy who's supposedly the pastor of somewhat of a Bible-believing traditional church, but personally has some of the most weirdest thoughts and politics I've ever heard. And I'd never had a chance until recently to hear some of his preaching. And, and I listened to the most recent three sermons that he did. They weren't that long, thankfully, I couldn't have endured too much. Nothing about the gospel, nothing about a relationship with Jesus Christ, nothing about repentance. It was all history and, and how we need to get along better with each other. Spiritually dead, spiritually bankrupt. They worship a system, not the savior. I see too much of that today in, in even some of the so-called traditional churches that are trying to get back to tradition. They're still worshiping their system, and the Savior comes second, and they don't realize it. But that's what's happening. Over the weekend, I've been working on several things. Number one, I'm, I'm working on some web projects. They're not ready for prime time, as the saying goes. I'm going to need a lot of help. I look at the Truth to Ponder website, and I wonder, should I change it entirely? Should I Should I add another site with it, you know, like a magazine or a news site to bring you some of these stories that you can share with others? I'll need help. I can't do all this on my own, especially while I'm on this transmitter project. I'm away for three days or four days a week and trying to get this show done while on the road or when I'm just home for a short time. It'll get better in the weeks ahead. That's the good news. But I believe there are a lot of people that are trying to say, you know, Lord, what can I do? What should I do? What, what what needs to be done? What could I be a part of? Now's the time to start praying about it. You know, we are currently, like I say, we're on the road. and We are in Florida. We'll be here for a while. And we're going to hopefully get back to Georgia sometime, sometime in the spring. It's a, it's a lot easier to produce the program there been on the road as we've been. But I'm looking at all the things that need to be done, and, and I'm looking at this window of opportunity, and I just don't want to see it come and go. I don't want to be sleeping. I remember an old hymn from my childhood, Rise My Soul to Watch and Pray, and you know, kind of reminding us when the disciples were with Jesus at the garden, and while Jesus prayed, they fell asleep. I don't want to be falling asleep. This is a time for action. And this is a time for all of us to, to pray what our part is. Maybe you have some ideas of things we can do. I mean, today's program, I'm just sharing from the heart. That's all I know to do today. I've got a few news stories that I want to share, and we'll, we'll do that. Do you believe in what we're doing here at Truth to Ponder? Our website, by the way, is truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com and our mailing address you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio Ancient Word Radio and that address is 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248 that's 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248 we are in Crestview Crestview Florida and the zip code is 32536 that's zip code again 32536, a little over on this break, but I've got even more to share on the other side. Don't go away. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman.
1: A pile of Dung coming up. Shalom aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. You're a Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The enemy is called Beelzebub or Beelzebul. Well, the word Beelzebul comes from the Hebrew, which is Baal, which means Lord, Master, or Baal, And the Hebrew word Zavul, which means, well, what does Zavul mean? Well, let me tell you. You want to know? It's going to be blunt. Zavul is the Hebrew word for dung or dung heap. Zavul means a pile of dung. So in Hebrew, Beelzebul means the Baal of Zavul or the Lord of the dung heap. That's the name of Satan means master of the pile of waste. You can't get much more derogatory than this. See, the Hebrews were not polite when when it came to the gods or to the devil or sin or evil. They spoke of such things with contempt. You know what? We need to be the same way. We're to love others, but we're to hate sin. The more we hate sin, the more we'll love others. The more we hate sin, the less we'll be ensnared by it. The enemy is the lord of the dung heap, and all his ways are as dung. They might look good at first, but they end up being a dung heap. That's where it leads you. When you indulge in sin, you end up in a pile of dung. So don't respect sin or the enemy. See these things for what they are. See that temptation for what it really is. Not a pleasure, not a thrill, not a joy, but something filthy, base, disgusting and defiling. Hate sin. Hate adultery. Hate lust. Hate, hate selfishness. Hate pride. See, it should be so derogatory that you want nothing to do with it. You see, when you, when you can see the enemy's temptation as what they really are, you'll spurn him. You'll turn down that temptation and you'll avoid that sin like a pile of dung. Want more? Ask for the God of a Thousand Faces now. What if I offered you a million dollars? Well, something better. Something that'll help give you a strong and victorious life. A free subscription to Sapphires, vitamins for your spirit, and the incredible mystery of the temple doors—all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call one eight hundred Yeshua one, and you will receive your free gifts. You will be blessed. But call now. That's one eight hundred Y E S H U A one. Now the harvest is great; the labors are few. I invite you to join me in the harvest. You don't need a plow, just an open heart and a pen. And you can reach the unreached people of the world. Imagine you could blanket the earth through shortwave radio. We can imagine blanket the entire earth. It's incredible. How? Just call 1-800-Yeshua1, Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct at the nice Jewish boy box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. 07644. That's the Nice Jewish Boy Box, 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 44. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, and Messiah, Ben Elohim, the Son of the Living God.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I shared those news stories in the first segment of the program today, and I hope that it got your attention. I hope maybe some of you that have thought, you know, I live in a small town in Pennsylvania, middle Ohio, way in the northern part of Michigan, I'm in Georgia, I'm in Alabama. Tennessee, doesn't matter. You're going to find school districts that are, that are just inundated with many teachers that are embracing transgenderism, same-sex attraction. You know, these things had nothing to do with school when I came along. It wasn't something that the schools were pushing one way or the other. But it seems now that the schools have got this mistaken belief that the children, the children of this nation, of any nation, whether you're in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, England, I don't care where you're at. Increasingly, the state begins to believe they own the children. And you're just a a caretaker, uh, you know, at nighttime for the school because they don't want to take care of the kids bathing and all that at night but they wanna have them all day from breakfast till they're too exhausted at night to even talk to their parents. We've got to do something about the schools. I know there's some left, but every every month it just seems like more and more the good schools disappear. And it's gonna just keep getting worse. It's not gonna get better anytime soon. So what do we as Christians do? Get out from among them get your child out. Well, Bob, I don't have the money. Or I don't know, I I mean, I work a job. I can't homeschool. Now's the time, and I'm gonna say this. Your church leaders, I don't care if your church has got 10 people in it, or 100, doesn't matter. It's time for praying Christians to get together. And make a decision. Are we going to abide by what the Bible truly says about raising our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord? Or are we going to say, God, we can't do it your way. We're going to throw our kids into the public school and let them raise them. That's what you're doing. This has got to come to an end. This, I have no more time to be Mr. Nice Guy when it comes to issues of the children and issues of the lies that we have been inundated with for many, many years. I mean, COVID-19 was just a means to an end. It was a dress rehearsal of just how far can we go in controlling people. The more that I study, the more that I read, the more that has been known. For almost two years When I first got into this Almost two years ago When I got my first phone call Probably mm, Two years ago A week from now Asking me if I would consider Coming out of retirement To help in emergency management I I had to think about it Because I knew working At the speed of government Is not always a healthy thing And the place that was asking me I had my my concerns and I still have my concerns of how they've responded to this. And I've got a little story I want to let me just stop right here. I mean, I want to get back to education and what we need to do. But just this is a quick story. And and I've been reading and following, as you know, the whole covid narrative for, you know, quite a long time. And I read here, you know, you think in in a world where people are supposedly computer literate, smart, rational, you know, we've come a long way. You think in the rational world, the scientific and medical establishment would be long past any pro-MRNA propaganda garbage that we keep hearing. Because one, one story is becoming increasingly obvious and very concerning. The COVID vaccines have failed. Yet the CDC, you got you got little man-child Trudeau, who's just about ready to wet his pants over the truckers. You know, I'm going to say something. I don't think he has COVID. I think he's lying. It was just too convenient. Oh, I've been exposed to COVID. I need to go into hiding. And then two days later, oh, i I've tested positive. I'm going to tell. I'm going to say it for what it is. Justin Trudeau's a liar. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if he's lying. <laughs> I got to cough a little bit. <laughs> you know. Oh, I must have. I must have the new variant. I don't buy it. I just don't. But you've got all these people like like Justin Trudeau and, and others in various provinces in Canada, Quebec is a good example, uh, and others, Ontario, they want to keep forcing the jab, forcing the shot, making sure everybody gets it. You've got Pfizer wanting to give this to six-month-old children. And to me, that is, that's a crime against humanity, and here's why I say that. Number one. A six month old is not going to come down and die from COVID 19. If they get it, they're going to be like anything else, build their immune system up, and then not have to worry about it. But we have these, these reprobate minds looking for the money, the billions of dollars. We know the jabs have failed. Maybe they were a noble experiment. I don't think so. But they failed. The proof is filling the hospitals and the morgues from Tel Aviv to Edinburgh, Scotland, and now in the United States. Here's what we know. If you've listened to this program, it weakens the immune system over time. See, in other words, it doesn't work. So, oh, we got to get more boosters and more boosters and more boosters. And each time you give a booster, your regular immune system is suppressed more and more and more. Have you wondered why cancers have risen dramatically in in 2021 and now among the vaccinated and other illnesses and diseases? But we're so determined. These companies, look, Moderna, it's out there. You know, they've withdrawn some of the paperwork on the CDC website for you to see about Moderna getting their so-called approval. We have hospitals that are filled up. It's almost like it's a propaganda. You have people out there. You must take the shot. You must get your booster uh, so we can stop the spread of COVID. Yet we now know that people that are vaccinated are spreading COVID faster than the unvaccinated. They're filling up the hospitals. It's a failure. I know a lot of people send me emails. Maybe there's a deeper agenda. Could be. Not saying that there isn't. Truly, I'm not saying that there isn't. Sometimes I have to wonder, is it designed by somebody to, to shall we say, kill off part of the population because we've been hearing the earth has got too many people and global warming, climate change, too many people, too many cows, too many cars. Is this the way of getting rid of them? With these vaccines over time, military, these are young, healthy guys. Why are we trying to give them a a vaccine that neither stops the spread or you getting COVID? What is the purpose? But it will damage the immune system. And, you know, if we're giving this to little children, I mean, I I just horrified when I see a mother on Facebook. I just got my six-year-old, his COVID shot. He's COVID proof. The kid's gonna have a messed up immune system, mama. And you did it. And who are you gonna blame and who are you gonna sue? Because there's nobody you can sue. It's never gonna happen. You gave up that right. We're seeing so many things, you know, happening with these shots that are that are just scary. Breakthrough infections, that's what they first called it. Now it's just, ah, it doesn't stop the spread. So why is Justin Trudeau? Why is Joe Biden? Why is the CDC? Why is everybody wanting more vaccine that don't work? If they're not working, and we know they're not working, if we know that various cancers have increased dramatically, non-COVID deaths have increased so much in Europe, and the United States, it's getting people to wonder why people under fifty and at low risk are dying. What do they have in common? Oh, the vaccine. Think about this. You know, something is going on and I think it's a bigger agenda. Now, I know I'm I, I'm not going to get into it. I was I was going to jump into that topic maybe Thursday. I'll get into some of the what I call conspiracy theories that really are conspiracy theories that have no basis in science or fact. They sound good, but they're not. All I know is that these mRNA experiments, I think the, they're evil. And here's why I think they're evil. They've never been tested. They've been used over the years. There's been a lot of lies that this was done in just 10 months. No, this has been going on for 10 to 20 years. All the animal trials failed. So that's good enough for us to have human trials now. Let's see how they fail, too. That's what's happening, if you hadn't noticed. Another quick story most of you have already heard. GoFundMe is not going to be releasing money donated to the Freedom Convoy in Canada. Uh, They're going to be, I think they gave part of it out, but not all of it. And they're going to take the $9 million. If you gave to that, you need to contact your bank and get your money back. Because if you don't, they're going to give it to There are woke, happy causes that you would probably disagree with. Never, I repeat, if you're in ministry, if you're needing anything, do not ever use GoFundMe for anything. I pray that they go bankrupt because this is not the first time that they have decided. Now, look, I understand when it's a criminal enterprise. I get it. Oh, yeah, I got a broken leg and I've got this. Would you help me out? And the guy's healthier than anything and he just doesn't want to work. I get that. That makes, I understand that. But more and more, they've been getting, they've been getting into what they call, uh, well, it could be violent. It could be, you know, it it could be evil. It could be mean-spirited. So we don't want to fund it. Well, I'm sorry, that wasn't your decision. It's a protest, and you were happy enough to start it. Thankfully, the uh, from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, the the folks have found a a new alternative to this, which is good. Um, the Freedom Convoy has found a new crowdfunding platform, and it, and they crashed it. People need to get their money out of Go Go Fund Me from their bank. You can do that. Uh, there's actually a website you can do that. Look it up. And get your money back and go to the other source. You can find out more and more. Look up Freedom Convoy 2022. And if you look at it, you you will find out there are ways to, to support this effort. But if you're a church, Christian ministry, got a friend that used it a while back, and I even told him, I said, what were you thinking? He said, I, the, I didn't even think about it. Well, it's time for Christians to say we are done with GoFundMe. You're done. They have been getting more and more political, just like Facebook and everybody else has become so political. When is this nonsense going to come to an end? By the way, here's something else that has been troubling to me for months by the way and, and you know how many times have we heard from the cdc get vaccinated wear your face diaper get vaccinated wear your face diaper stay home uh don't do anything if you're not essential boy that how did that work out for us i can remember back in march of 2020 thinking who gives certain people the right to call somebody non-essential who's trying to feed their family But every government worker I ever knew was essential no matter what they did. Even if they stayed home for months, wearing their pajamas on Zoom happy meetings, they got paid in their benefits. How many businesses went under? How many families got wrecked? How many suicides were there because of government stupidity? That's what it was. Total and absolute government stupidity. I think it was by design. The The more I look at it, the more I am convinced all of this was by design. Amazing, Dr. Fauci actually once told the truth when he sent an email to one of his uh, fellow people in the medical world about wearing a a mask, saying they don't do anything. There's something like 23 studies out there now, 23 legitimate, peer-reviewed, Double-blind everything required studies about face mask and the results are in. They don't work. Simple answer. Even John Hopkins University says the lockdowns and the mask did nothing. But government still wants more lockdowns, more face diapers and more vaccines. Now, John Hopkins hasn't given up on the vaccine yet because they're well-funded by Pfizer, Moderna, and every other major pharmaceutical in the United States. Let's be honest. Money talks. But, you know, even the students in Canada are beginning to make their voice heard. Hey, In case you can't understand what they're saying, they are saying no mask, no mask. They've had enough. As I was saying, we now know the mask were theater. It was even said as much by a CNN analyst, especially about the cloth mask. And, and even the surgical, they've checked them all except for some really expensive stuff probably worn. They don't do anything. We're going to have a generation of adults and children. They're going to be scared to go without a face mask for years to come. We're going to be causing mental illness, in my mind, if we haven't caused some serious damage already. You see people in grocery stores, and they wear their mask, and they think because they've worn their mask, and they got their COVID shot, they're now COVID proof, And, and yet that's not true. We're seeing it all over the world. It doesn't work that way. Yet people are blindly believing what they want to believe. The CDC has lied extensively. Dr. Fauci has lied consistently. And the goalposts get moved about every week or so on this entire pandemic. The good news is that there's some parts of the world that are getting the message. Reading a story the other day, real quick. There's no doubt that Justin Trudeau is a little fraidy cat right now. mister drama on the world stage, you know, look at me, look at me. Groomed by the World Economic Forum, by the way, in case you didn't know, he's one of their little protégés. Um, it seems that I don't think that Justin Trudeau ever thought his kind, nice Canadian people that may talk a good game would ever be mad at him. And suddenly wanting his head on a platter, which is about what it is in many parts of the country of Canada. Now, there's still a lot of people that are true believers because they've been so indoctrinated so sufficiently, so thoroughly for so many years. You have a lot of Canadians that just believe everything they're told by the CDC, by the CBC, let alone our CDC. And But people are starting to wake up. Students have had enough. You know, a a student wearing a face mask doesn't stop them from getting the virus, but it does lower the oxygen level in their blood. I'm sure that's healthy. (laughs) I mean, and do that to little. You got you got one reprobate here in the United States saying, you know, we need to teach two year olds how to wear a mask all the time. That's a shaming mask, a compliance mask, a fear mask. When is all this insanity going to end? There is no doubt this world is on a very dangerous trajectory. And I see more and more stories I'll be sharing on tomorrow's program about how freedoms are being stolen and eroded. Fear is being substituted for faith. People are more afraid and they're depending upon their governments. They're not depending upon God anymore. You know, in... In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning at verse 14, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so then also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. And if you begin in chapter 5, But of the times and the seasons I have no need that I write unto you, For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. The powers of evil know their time is highly limited. And they're working overtime to take as many with them. If you haven't figured that out, I've never seen a government so willfully lie. The United States government, like they have in these recent months. More and more. They've been doing it for years, and they just get away with it with impunity. And now they they don't even care when they get caught in their lies because they know the mainstream media will cover for them. We need to become more separate from this world. We need to have alternatives for educating our children and even at the college level. It's sad that so much taxpayer money in the United States goes into public education and the university system. And they're taking that money and using it against you. They're using it for their evil agenda. We need to, as St. Paul says, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and give thanks. And tomorrow we're going to get deeper into these topics because... You know, I, I just realized that we are on this collision course. And a lot of people, number one, if you think you're going to fix everything in November of this year in the United States, you're a fool. You are an absolute fool. I've been trying to fix things at the voting booth for 50 years. And look where it's gotten me. Stop putting your, your hope in these politicians. They will fail you inevitably. They always do. We should vote our conscience, but that is not our hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. We are strangers here. We are in this world, but we are not of this world, so stop being of this world. How can I make it any more clear? We've been lied to. I think there's some evil being wrought at the highest levels. Eventually, the day's going to come when we'll have digital currency. And, you know, how are you going to support your church mortgage? You you need to be thinking now of how to be one step ahead of all this. And don't believe that the rapture is going to get you out before things get bad. I don't believe that. I know a lot of you do. But nowhere in the scripture does it say not to worry because we get out of here. We get out out of uh, any kind of tribulation card free. It does not exist in the Bible. Please don't believe that it does. I've prayed about this for years, and I'm realizing, look, if things were supposed to be bad and we get out of here, there's a lot of people over the last 2,000 years that have gone through hell on earth for the cause of Christ. They didn't get a pass. They were burned at the stake. They were hunted down. They were killed. So don't think that American Christians are, we get out of a tribulation free card. Stop it! You won't find it in the scripture, no matter how you try to twist it. Okay, I know I know I got somebody, man. Listen, we're about out of time. We're going to pick this up tomorrow. If you believe in the work we're doing, I'm going to be sharing more about some of the projects that we need to get done. Would you help us out? Make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is five seven five three Highway eighty five North, number three two four eight. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida, zip code 32536. That's 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's
1: Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth. To ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.
0: You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3, and any size soft drink for just a dollar and you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.